TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damien Kristoff. And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness to our lives. Well, Damien, me and you only. Brett's hey, gone. Again. A-wall again. Still playing cricket. <laughs> Still playing cricket. It's yeah, a long game. It's a long game. game. It's long a game. freaking long game. <laughs> Did I tell you I've got a world record for the longest cricket game ever? Really? Yeah. Really? I do. I actually, I found my Guinness World Book of Records um, certificate the other day. It, um, it was a game that went for three days, nonstop, all the <laughs> way through the night. And it was raining. I did it in New Zealand, in Cornwall Park in New Zealand. <laughs> maybe Brett's trying to do that. Oh, maybe, maybe. So, Damien, we got us. Uh, I'm excited about this interview because uh, Brett's missing out. Brett's missing out, missing out on this big interview today, and yeah. so we got a special guest. Would you like to introduce our special guest for today? Yeah, I would. It's um, it's unusual. Uh, it's unusual that we get a uh, a superstar on uh, on the wellness guys that uh, is a chiropractor and an elite athlete like you know we very rarely get that like that combination is massive and well tonight we've got one lt which is i think incredible now this boy is a chiropractor and he has also been drafted in the afl draft to play for the brisbane lions now i know it's not the tigers and so don't give him a hard time everybody because he should be playing for the tigers (laughs) he's good enough to play for the tigers of course um, but he's playing for the brisbane lions and uh, he is a chiropractor and that makes him very familiar to us um, and we're going to welcome to the show tonight a, uh, a very special guest, Zach O'Brien, number 47 for the Brisbane Lions. Welcome to the show, Zach O. Hey, guys. How you going? How are you oh, feeling, it's... Zach? You sound a little bit uh, nervous. Mate, I'm a little bit nervous, yeah, after that, <laughs> uh, after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you could be my manager if you want. All right, no worries. Well, as long as you come down to Melbourne and play for Richmond, I'm happy to do that. I'll work on that one for you. <laughs> no worries. Richmond needs a chiropractor, actually. Um, now, does that mean you're the team chiropractor for Brisbane? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, um, Straight to the I, top. I, I, treat, I treat about 10 of the boys throughout the week. They come around and they yeah, come around home and... Give him a little home job, so yeah, I guess you could say I'm a chiropractor for the for the Brisbane Lions. Very nice, very That's nice, fantastic. That's great. Well, as you know, we um, we generally uh, record these episodes, and we just you know flow with questions and all that sort of stuff. But we thought tonight that we'd take some questions from some callers, and we've got a caller um, who's been waiting on the line patiently, um, and her name's Anna. Um, she also <laughs> says that she's a chiropractor, and uh, she wanted to ask a few questions. <laughs> Are you okay with that, Zacho? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just joking. We haven't got here. <laughs> but that would have done it, wouldn't it? That would have nailed you far out. That would be really hard. But, uh, she told me that you're an unbelievable cook. Is that correct, Zacho? Uh, like a yeah, bit of pork cooking. belly? You like to cook some pork belly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love cooking. Pork belly's one of my favorite dishes. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I just actually had pork belly today. Damien, you might want to give some context to the listeners to uh, understand right. what's so happening. Anna's a great friend of ours, and, uh, and she told me that uh, Zach, was, Zach was a bit nervous about tonight, and that if I threw him off his guard a little bit, um, that would bring a smile to her face and uh, probably make Zach giggle a little bit. And it worked, didn't it? Because Zach, Zach did giggle. Now, Zach, before you started cooking pork belly, you were into pasta and lasagna, I guess. 
This oh, was, yes. Now, I heard that your mum makes an unbelievable lasagna. And, uh, but because you, you're not into pasta these days, uh, because you're you know, getting ripped and getting massive and getting strong and all that sort of stuff, and making sure you work on your abs for your selfies and all that sort of thing, um, you, you, you've kind of moved away from the pasta. Tell me why you've moved away from the grains. Um, I've moved to a yeah, more nutritionally dense diet. So nice. like I used to... I used to eat a lot, a lot of grains. I used to be a wheat bix kid, four wheat bix in the morning, two bits of toast, a uh, couple sandwiches at lunch, and then probably a pasta, a pasta at night. Wow! And um, yeah, a, a lot, a, a, a lot, a lot of processed grains and, and processed foods. So it's probably about four years ago now where I, I decided to to try and go paleo. Um, went for a, a less processed diet and um, I've been feeling great ever since. Um, it's changed a lot now. I'm more of a uh, bacon and eggs or probably more eggs, omelettes and veggies in the morning, probably a green smoothie and then um, lunchtime I'll have probably a salad with some avocado and some and some chicken or fish and then at night I, I like to cook. So cook like a, a roast chicken or roast lamb or or fish again. So, yeah, my diet's it's really, really changed over the last four years and um, have a lot more energy now and, yeah, feel a lot better. That's amazing. I'm That's just going to cut in. LT can go after me. But uh, I'm just looking at, uh, at Zach's picture here. Obviously, he's got great skin. He's got a heap of muscles. And often you see, like, <laughs> AFL, AFL blokes. They do, the, young, the young blokes these days, Zach, you might have seen this as well on, on the ground, a lot of the young blokes don't have good skin. Do they? Like no. their skin's full of pus. It's got pimples yeah. and ackers all over their back. Like they're just not in good shape. But you yeah. won't get that problem because you're looking after your diet, right? And obviously you feel strong and fresh and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, good on you for doing that. And because you described the way in which you eat and cook meals, not only have you been elevated in the eyes, eyes and ears of many of our listeners from being just a great footballer and also a chiropractor, but possibly also um, the number one bachelor of the year because of the way in which you can cook. So, you know, watch out, Zach. <laughs> uh, I need a bit of help in that department. Oh, do you? Oh, you'll be right. There you go. There'll be plenty of people checking out your Facebook profile after this. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we have some Facebook fans uh, who will be, uh, you know, definitely giving you a call. Zach, listen, um, you know, just to kind of give people some context, and especially for North American listeners and uh, European listeners, you know, the AFL, you are in the elite Australian Rules Football um, Club. Um, you know, obviously in, in, in Australia, love to know what, because you obviously get to see what's going on. Like you obviously have changed your diet, you know, the way you eat um, now from what you did, say, five, six years ago. What are the other professional players doing? Are they are they sort of coming on board to this or are they still on the grains and the pasta and the breads? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I reckon that at the Brisbane Lions, we're starting to change a little bit. There's players that are, are looking to get that edge. Um, not only at the Brisbane Lions, but athletes all around the world as well. I know at Brisbane, Andrew Raines, or he's gone to Gold Coast now. Um, Daniel Merritt, Tom Cutler, Joel Patful, like all those boys are, you know, pretty much paleo. They'll eat a real food approach. Um, and there's there's athletes all around the world that do it as well. Like Gary Ablett is another one. AFL, he plays at Gold Coast. Uh, Melbourne football team do it. Um, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, um, Novak Djokovic does it as well. So it's a um, yeah, it's a diet. It's well, not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's it's really growing legs, especially in the elite in the elite athlete world. 
I'd love to know more the inside of things. Is it? Is it? Do you think that's happening? You know, with uh, these type of you know the the food choices. Is it coming from the choice of people who are 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 because of the trainers or because of the club, or is it something that they're actually trying to find and investigate on their own? I think it's yeah, trying to find and investigate on their own. It's not. To be honest, it's not really coming from the football club. We're still. Uh, food pyramid sort of count your calories, not your chemicals sort of That's sort of club. So mm. um, yeah, so within within the club, I don't think I don't think it's yeah, particularly coming from there. It's more of outside sources. So is it mm. frowned on by the um, club dietitians and the the club nutritionists that you're doing you know this particular lifestyle? Yeah, um, to an extent, yes. Um, they well, our dietitian wants me to have more milk, more calcium, um, probably eat a few more carbs, especially in the morning for, for energy. So, yeah, it's, uh, it is frowned upon, I guess. Even though you're not feeling tired and you've broken no bones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 All right, amazing. That's incredible. Um, Zach, it's, um, it's a really popular way to eat at the moment and um, a lot of people still feel that it's, um, it's new and it's fatty. Um, not fatty, but fatty. Um, we've got blokes like Pete Evans who are championing uh, this particular lifestyle, um, and he's yeah. copying a beating left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, do you feel that there's a need for you to kind of fly low so you don't cop a beating, or do you, are you quite happy to let people know that this is the way you're eating and this is what people should be doing? No, I'm very happy to let people know the way I'm eating. Um, yeah, look, I get it out there. If people ask me about it, I'll, I'll tell them what my results have been with it and, and how I feel on the paleo diet and, and why I think they should do it. I, n- I never force it on anyone. I'll never go up to someone and go, we're eating the wrong thing or this is what you should be doing or this is what you could do better. But if people come to me, I'll, I'll give them all the information I can and, and try and help them on their journey to knowledge about the diet and about a healthy lifestyle. Mm. What's interesting to me when you just said that before was that you know a lot of these athletes are actually taken on their own to kind of guide and direct themselves or find out the mm-hmm. information. And I didn't expect that. I, I thought that they would have some, you know, you guys would have you know counsel and, and proper guidance from the clubs itself, and you know from you know, I guess from just a, some sort of a guidance. But obviously, you guys have to take it on your own. What um you know you've been through the ranks. You know, obviously before you were drafted, you you know you would have played in several clubs. And what do you think makes you or makes people succeed like to the highest level like you know obviously there's skill involved but do you think there's other things involved just other than skill i mean there's got to be some work ethic in there um you've been known to be a um a, you know a workaholic um you know uh, you have a reputation as a workaholic and as a midfielder you know is there something more to just skill like what do you see the top players are doing uh on their own and how do they get to the top and stay on the top Oh, definitely. That's a great question. Um, I think it's a lot more than skill, especially when you get to the elite level. You can you can get away with skill at just say VFL level or a lower a lower league level. But once you get once you get up to the once you get up to the top, it, it really is about mindset and about about what you're doing to to better yourself and how you're how you're becoming better than someone else. Um, yeah, I work hard. Um, I'm probably not the most skillful player. I don't know if you've ever seen me play, but um, yeah, I like to I like to work as hard as I can and and have that mindset that no one's working harder than me, sort of thing. Mm. Uh, it's uh, it's good. It's good. The mindset is so crucial, and obviously Lawrence is all about mindset, as you know, Zach. 
Um, Zach, with regards to what you do as a profession, studying hard to become a chiropractor, it's a hard profession, isn't it? Like, you know, to study it, it's five years. Most people don't think it's five years. They have no idea. And you've had to do, you know, study at a you know very high level, up to, sometimes up to 30, 30 hours a week of class time. And then mm. you've had to go and do all your practice hours or your practical hours, and you've got to go and sit sometimes up to 18 exams in a semester um, or at the end of a semester. Um, and then you've also had to juggle your training. And you just said before they give you one day off a week, you know, from footy. So it's, it's a pretty big ask. Do you, do you feel that uh, at times um, as a chiropractor you're misunderstood as, as what you do? Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of prejudice coming at, like around a um, around a football club. It's it's mainly doctors and physios in there. Although we do have a we do have an osteo in there who's great. And and look, the physios the physios are great as well in there. Uh, and so are the doctors. I get along with them all very very it's well. Great. But and we should. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful environment to be in. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even that long. You seem to answer Lawrence's one, which went for four and a half minutes. But uh, <laughs> I was just saying, do you find it hard to like get chiropractic into the club? Like, is it a difficult thing? Like, for me, it seems that all AFL clubs these days should have a chiropractor, but they don't. So, is is it difficult to get it into there? Are you going to find it tough, or are you going to find that the physios and the osteos are going to come on board and go, "Hey, Zach, why don't you help us out with this one?" Yeah, it's, that's an interesting question. Hopefully, hopefully in the future we can get cars into into footy clubs. I know Gold Coast have one. I know GWS have one. Um, they're outsourced though. Um, but I think in the future there's definitely there's definitely a spot for a car on a on a football team on a. Um, Sorry, well, on the team itself, no, no it's, I mean that's understandable because when I was uh, um, when I was practicing as well, I actually had um, AFL players come to me, um, but they actually mm. had to do it on their own dime. They actually right, had so to do it outside yeah. of the sanction of the so, club. Yep, so. and um, yeah. it's it's amazing, and it's just almost like they don't, can't tell anybody that they're seeing. So that's why I won't name any names. But yeah. it's it's just it's just amazing to me that uh, you know you have to go behind the team's back to to kind yeah. of get adjusted and to, to be you know to perform in your your maximum. Um, I yeah. love to know a little bit about you. I mean, obviously, you know, just from a, obviously find a lot of professional athletes and go through the mindset. I mean, you, you're young, you know, you're getting drafted, and you would have had a dream to become an AFL star. Um, you know, obviously making to the big to the big leagues, I guess. You know what drove you day in day out in terms of training before you got drafted. I'm talking you now. I'm now it's a different story, but you know before you got drafted, um, mm. what was the mindset? I mean, because you would have been, you know, you're you're 20. I think you're 24, 25 now. Yeah, um, yeah and and so you know, I'm talking about your late teens, um, early 20s. You know, you would have been at that age where people are, you know, partying and you know just graduating high school and you know going to university and just you know having a good time. But you would have been, you would have had to balance the both of them, the study. The interaction, the partying, plus also the training and playing the sport that you love to to make it to the big leagues. How did how did you balance that? Yeah, it was tough. It was um, yeah, it was really tough. I, I had a mindset every time I trained that I wanted to get better, and every time I went out on the track, I tried to improve on my skill set, and and the gradual improvements built up until there came a time where I was I was considered to be drafted. Uh, it didn't happen overnight. I missed my draft year by five years, um, so I ended up getting rookied in November of 2013. So, and my draft year was in 2008. So it was five years on, and, and look, probably a lot of people would have given up, but I never gave up. I had a dream, and I stuck to it. 
even through the Cairo like studying that, I always I just love footy. It was my passion, and I think when it's when it's your passion, you just you go for it and you give it everything you got. I probably had another two years in me of trying of trying to do it, trying to play at the highest level I possibly could, and tried trying to be the best I could. And look, it happened. It happened in November two thousand thirteen. I got drafted, and yeah, I never looked back from there. And and then the hard work really did start after that. It got even tougher. Um, <laughs> So, but it was better now. Now I've got less time restraints, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm only only doing AFL. I don't have to study. I don't have to party. I don't have to work part time to earn some money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, look, it actually it's easier now trying to play AFL, be an AFL player, than what it was studying and and trying to be a VFL player back in 2013. Oh, that's mm. good to know. That's great to know. Zach, um, the exercise component of um, of AFL, and I suppose of any elite sport, must be absolutely intense. Um, mm. And these days, people are taking um, incredible risks to try and ward off or avoid uh, soft tissue injuries. You know, even to the extent mm. of you know what we've seen with um, another club that's been mm. in the spotlight for another a number of years, like trying to avoid soft tissue injuries. Mm. Um, what do you? What have you noticed um, since? I mean, and you would. I know that you've only just recently started playing AFL, but yeah. there would have been a time when you played footy at a high level when you were having a diet that was relatively inflammatory, like a diet that probably didn't support your health mm. as well as what it could have. These days, yeah. you're eating a diet that's probably you know much much better for you. Are mm. you noticing that you're repairing better these days, and that your training is is yielding much better benefit? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I haven't had a soft tissue injury, touch wood, in four years, um, and that's and that's due to a combination, I think, of diet and and also getting adjusted. As you know, like chiropractic's great for movement, injury prevention, balance, and and when you are adjusted, you you feel great. And when I'm not, when I haven't been adjusted for a, a week or two weeks, I can really tell the difference. I feel my balance is out. I feel my hips don't don't sit like they usually do when I kick the footy. You just tell little things. And so, yeah, look, since, uh, since the diet and since getting adjusted, I just feel great. And, and soft tissue risks, is, for me, it's, it's pretty much I never think about it, to be honest, Damo. And, and, yeah, and that's probably due to a lot of – I take supplements as well. I take fish oil, magnesium, like zinc, and then take a lot of turmeric and cacao, which are, which are all like good, great anti-inflammatories. So, that's clever, yeah. mate. That's very clever. Well done. Yeah, that's you know it's funny that uh, you're actually Sorry. from Wangaratta, right? Yeah, yeah, Wangaratta. Yeah, There's actually a been heap to Wang- there. I know, I've actually yeah. been to Wangaratta of all places. <laughs> actually, a good friend of mine, uh, Eon Scott, actually, who was a chiropractor, actually was um, he practices in Wangaratta as well, and uh, he got married there and uh, actually went there, and uh, so a pretty small world. But um, <laughs> to, just going back with what Damien was saying um, regards to um, you know your training. What is a day in the life of a footballer um, like yourself? Like, you know, you're um, two weeks, I guess, almost into season starting. You know, yeah. what are what is your daily routine? Like, what do you have to do? What do you have to get through in a day? What time do you have to get up? You know, I'd love to just go through that process so that people actually understand what a professional athlete has to go through. Right. You want me to go through a week? Might be easy because all the days sure. are different. I'll go yeah. through from from a Monday to a Friday. We train Monday to Friday at the moment. It's um, this is called our preseason. Um, so we get the weekends off. In season, we only get one day off, which is a Wednesday. But um, I'll run through the preseason. So we've got three running and skill based sessions where you average about twelve kilometers a week. Uh, twelve kilometers a session, which which will equal about thirty six kilometers a week. So we do them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, we have three gym sessions. So we'll do them Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. 
Um, the gym sessions go for probably an hour and a half to two hours. Um, we have we have a, a thing called athlete development, which is a lot of balance, proprioception, single leg, deep squat, functional movement sort of things, exercises. And then we have, on top of that, two Pilates sessions, um, one yoga session, and uh, a mental-based strategy sort of session. So, um, yeah, it's a, bu- it's a busy week, but, yeah, it's great. So just going on from there, it's like what time would you normally get up every day and what time do you actually go to bed? And how much, like, you know, in terms of hours of sleep a day, you know, what would you do? I get up at 6 o'clock every day and probably go to bed around 8.39. Okay. So we'll start training at 7 o'clock every morning. Yeah, wow. Uh, just with, Damien, sorry, I'm going to follow up with this question here. Um, I know that one of the most important things uh, in an athlete is actually, you know, training, obviously, and what, you, what you're doing, I mean, it's pretty intense there. But it's actually also, the second part was also the recovery part. Obviously, you guys play on a Sunday, um, mm-hmm. or most sometimes most of the times it's on a Sunday. And then, you know, what is the recover? How important is recovery in the teams and in a sport like? I mean, for especially AFL. In how in terms of what do you actually do for recovery and uh, and to make sure that you're recovering from the injuries and all the sustained, you know, all the in, you know all the pressures that sustained onto your body in that one game, and then help you prepare for the next week. That's a great question. We. Um in season is all about recovery pretty much. You're not going to get any more fitness. Um, so we just purely focus on recovery. So if we were to play on a Sunday, like you said, and we're going to play on the Sunday of the next week. So you finish a game, you try and you do your ice baths, um, stretch. Um, Nutrition is really important, especially at that time. Um, and then you'd turn up the next day. Um, sleep's a sleep's great for recovery, so that's one of our one of our major key indicators. So you probably want about six to seven hours sleep after a game of footy is pretty fair because you've got so much adrenaline that running through your body. So you'll get out the next day and you'll go through some run throughs. You'll do some probably five minutes of run throughs, and then you'll swim for fifteen to twenty minutes. And then on Tuesday again, you'll do run throughs. It'll be a pretty light skill session that you might go for probably thirty to forty minutes. Wednesday you'll have off and then Thursday we have a main training which is a big training for the week and you might average probably seven or eight kilometres in that, um, might go for an hour and 30 minutes um, and then Friday's recovery and then Saturday will be a light jog around maybe 2Ks, 20 minutes and then straight into it on Sunday. So yeah, in season it's a lot about recovery. That's incredible. It's mm. full on, isn't it? It's, it's such a, a large amount. We did an interview with a girl, um, Cara Lee, and she is into yoga. Do you guys get to do mm. much yoga in your uh, in your, your your recoveries and in your you know I suppose warm ups or, or anything else like that? Do you do you get to do any yoga? We actually we do one session a week with uh, Raw Power Yoga. They come in mm-hmm. um, and we do that on a Tuesday. Um, that's a, a thirty-minute class, and is that's it just hard? great. Do you find it hard, or do you, is it more something more <laughs> relaxing? What do you? What do you? Is it tough? We do a, a long, slow deep. So they're just long stretches which you hold for two to three minutes, and you really focus on the breathing. So you're really trying to shut down the body. Um, and yeah, they, they are tough. They're, they're very tough for footballers. Pretty much, we're uh, we're very tight, restricted. And, yeah, we don't have much movement throughout our body just because of how many weights and how many knocks and how many hits you get. So, yeah, yoga is a great thing and, yeah, benefit a lot from it. And, yeah, I do an extra session outside outside the club 
Um, and normally do that on a Sunday and, and again, do a long, slow deep, which goes for about an hour and yeah, really, really hold those poses for yeah, four to five minutes and just, uh, it's just relaxing and it's beautiful. It's, you breathe and just, yeah, it's so good for the mind as well. I think yoga. So yeah, I can't recommend yoga highly enough for any elite athlete really. That's cool. Listen, Zach, I'd love to know more about this, about you. Um, who are some of the uh, people that inspire you? Well, James Hurd was always my um, my childhood hero, but that's um, yeah, I'm not not the biggest fan of his at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's kind of not your way of life, is it? Not that way. No, not at all. Um, who inspires me? Good question. You can say Lawrence; he won't be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen before you go into that. What about what about this? I mean, obviously, it was it was quite uh, daunting for you when you first walked into the AFL. Um, you know, not just being drafted, but obviously walking into a professional team. Um, how how did how did you transition? Like, how did it feel when your first day you walked in and showed up to the Brisbane Lions? I mean, you would have you know seen these players and go, "Oh my God, this is the guy I looked up to or watched him play," and and now you're actually going to be playing alongside them. Like, how did that feel for you? Oh, it was scary. Yeah, you go there the first time, and yeah, we do, we don't actually see that many Brisbane games if you if you live in Melbourne. So I sort of turned up thinking, like, I hardly know anyone, probably except for the the big players, like Dan Dan Rich and Tom Rockliffe and those sort of guys. You just rock up, and you you don't have a friend. But after the first session, you've got about ten, and then you start learning people's names, and then and by the end of it, you just got forty seven of your best mates that you do you spend all your time with, and on the weekends it's just yeah it's great by the end of it it's yeah everyone's just a mate and there's no sort of egos so yeah it's it's a it's a really good environment to be in Mm. what what about playing against a player that you you know followed when you were a kid um yeah how's that how's that feel when you get on the field and you actually have to you know take them down or actually have to be on the same field and, and and you know play against them well, yeah, I did that last round last year. We played against Geelong. I had to play on Joel Selwood, and he was just an absolute childhood hero of mine. Um, I used to just I love him. He couldn't do anything wrong in my eyes. And then, yeah, and then um, the next minute I had to be able out there and sort of play on him. And it was just, yeah, it was it was surreal. It was just an amazing, amazing day of my life, and, and I'll never forget it. And the things that you learn off of someone that's really good at their craft is just, yeah, it's amazing. And as I said, it's... Yeah, it was just a it was a great opportunity and it was it was a great day in my football career and I'll never forget it. That's cool. That's cool. So a couple of things, uh, a couple more. We got about maybe three more minutes, and uh, so I just yeah. like to just gonna ask a couple of questions. Uh, you know, if you had to go back, you're only twenty, you know, twenty four now, twenty five. But um, if you had to go back to your younger self now, like say around fifteen, sixteen, you know, because you, I mean, I admire you for sticking. Uh, yeah, to it because I mean you five years yeah. doing something that you know most people would have given up uh, because you know five years out of your, your rookie draft year supposedly um, yeah. you know what would you say to your old, younger self now if you had to go back to that or even some you know maybe a 15 16 year old right now who's listening what would you say to them well, looking back at life so I probably wouldn't change too much to be honest um, I've had a great time I've, I've probably done it in reverse a lot of people play football and then go out and study uni and and, and get a job and and all that sort of stuff. But I've got a job and and now um and now after after footy's done, I'll, I'll go straight into car and I'll love it. I'll get I'll get that much experience out of being in a professional environment like footy. Um, that it's just yeah, it, it'll be just great. If I was to change anything as a sixteen year old, uh, I don't know, maybe probably not go out as much. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's always a tough one when you look back, isn't it? And, and well, see what you used to be to and to what you now to what you are now. Yeah, you know, I'm always fascinated about the mindset thing. So I'll ask you one last question. We'll wrap it up. What is the yeah. what do you think is the one contributor or one of the few contributor to helping you have that mindset to be able to just continue and work so hard all these years? Like, was there one or two things or was there like a, a mentor, you know, either family member or someone that, that told you something when you were younger that, that helped you shift in the gear or were you always like that? Um, yeah, I always looked up to my dad, especially for advice and, and I always just wanted to make him proud, I guess. So I used to be, um, I used to be really competitive, and I guess I've never lost that. Ever, ever since like probably Auskick, I used to be, uh, you know, the most competitive person out there. I used to hate losing, and and I used to, I used to love, love making my dad proud. So that's Diddler. Um, Diddler. Yeah, Jared the Diddler. So yeah, Diddler. pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's just it was just that mindset. I just never wanted never wanted to be beaten, and, and I hate losing as well. So, and that was the other one. And and I, I hate no for an answer. So along the journey, as you probably know, you get a lot of people that say you aren't good enough, or you'll never make it, or you're wasting your time, or he's better than you. But I think you just gotta you just gotta have strong beliefs yourself, and and believe in yourself, and and you'll go you go places. Yeah, oh, nice. fantastic. Just before we go, there's a couple of other blokes that have um, have done the AFL thing and are also chiropractors. So obviously, um, big Michael Sexton and yeah. and uh, and uh, Scotty McGuinness, like two champions of the game. Um, where do you see yourself? Do you, how far are you going to go with this? Just before we close off, how far are you going to take this thing, Zach? Well, I love Cairo, so look, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna try and take it as far as I can. I'm gonna try and get into an AFL club. Yep. Look, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna go probably study study a bit more. Um, I love weights and and all that sort of stuff, and and so I wouldn't mind doing a sports science degree and then maybe trying to get into that way, Damo. So nice. And what about uh, footy? How far are you going with footy? I love footy. I'll do footy for as long as I can. <laughs> I'd be, be like Richo be... and retire at 33 or something like that. <laughs> oh, or, you know, get, that'd be great. Get old. <laughs> that'd be... <laughs> yeah, I want to try and get old playing footy. Um, I've got got my whole life to be a Cairo, so yeah. At this stage, I just want to want to uh, soak up the footy as much as I can, and then and then when that's over, I'll I'll look look at getting into getting back into Cairo. Good on you, mate. Well, Zach, listen, yeah, we definitely wish you all the best. And I think, you know, just enjoy the journey. I think the journey that you're going to have um, through your AFL career and, and will definitely lend itself in your future chiropractic career. So, uh, you know, thank you for being on the show and thanks for sharing, you know, honestly with, you know, what goes on inside and outside of your life and, and in terms of the AFL. And, um, you know, we, I know, you know, Damo and Brett would never say this, so I'll just say it for them. Uh, good luck with the Brisbane Lions this year and, uh, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, go strong and be strong out there this year. Yeah, thanks a lot, Lawrence. Appreciate it. Thanks, Damo. Good on you, Zach. Guys, uh, make sure you go join us on Facebook. Uh, tell us what you think of this, this particular episode and tell us what you think of Zach. And uh, you know, and uh, make sure you go to the ones guys. And Zach's, and Zach's Facebook page because yeah, he needed definitely. help with the girls, didn't he? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's looking. He's, he's begging. Looking. He's wanting a chick. Yeah. He wants a girl. <laughs> um, so make sure you like us on Facebook. Uh, go check Zach's p- uh, Facebook profile there, and uh, you know, um, and uh, make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family and other strangers you think need a wellness update. So subscribe to us on iTunes while you're there. Leave us a five star rating and leave a comment on iTunes. Until next week, begin creating wellness into your lives. Lead by example, and let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on the Wellness Guys Show. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.